0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have a survivor of significant police misconduct and his attorney. We covered this story earlier during the week as an update. Let me remind you of the horror of one man being shot at damn near 100 times by the police, here it is. It's a damn shame, we have Jonathan Strickland, father of two. The brother supports wildlife, has been a leader advocate. We have his attorney, DeWitt M. Lacey. Uh, This has been something our viewers have been angry about just as well as me. Before we start with the attorney, Jonathan, I have to say brother. I have to ask, what was going through your mind? when bullets were simply flying inside of your vehicle
1: honestly i, I thought i was going to die i mean i your life flashes you know before your eyes you feel the pain the heat of your 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 skin of your muscle tissue just searing and i just remember the pain and just thinking of my children you know at the time my youngest son was not born and all I could think of was wanting to meet him, wanting to get back to my oldest son, Jedediah. <laughs> and I it's a miracle that I'm here, but I just all I could think of was just wanting to get back to my children.
0: Attorney Lacey, can you give us the contextualization of what transpired that led the police to shoot at one person? Damn near 100 times unarmed and no threat to law enforcement.
2: Absolutely, Dr. Richie, and thanks for having us on here. Yes, uh, what happened right before uh, this shooting were these officers were informed by Mr. Strickland's ex-wife uh, that Mr. Strickland intended on coming to the police station uh, and shooting up all the police and having this monstrous uh, shootout with law enforcement. And so they were definitely amped up, but they had seen before they engaged with Mr. Strickland that he was unarmed. They had a a drone come out and survey. They could see he had nothing in his hands besides his phone and his water. Uh, they gave him no commands to stop or halt. Uh, they only uh, acted very aggressively and violently uh, and unconstitutionally, I would add.
0: You, um, Attorney Lacey, you do these cases. You are one of those social justice fighters who holds people accountable. You hold the cops accountable, you hold government accountable. Have you ever seen anything so blatant, uh, A 90 bullets? I have never reported on 90 bullets flying at one person before. Have you seen something this extreme?
2: Um, not often, I'll tell yeah. you, there definitely have been times. I do remember circumstances, even in Stockton, California, where there were a hail of bullets. But not for something where there's a person that's unarmed, yeah. right? Uh, and there was no real specific crime they could say that he had committed. Uh, other than allegations that had been made against him at the time.
0: This happened in Las Cruces, New Mexico uh, and Jonathan Mr. Strickland, let me ask you this. when uh, When this took place, you were in knowledge of the pursuit. Did you have any idea? That they were going to start firing at you?
1: No, uh, Dr. Rashad Richie. I had no idea. I didn't understand why they were ramming into me, why mm-hmm. they didn't say any commands. I mean, you using assault rifles, you reload. I mean, uh, so to show everybody, my hands were up. This shows that I got hit right here, you know, everywhere is across the back. But the fact is, I had my hands up. And they could not hear me yelling, I'm unarmed, repeatedly, repeatedly. So after they reloaded, I thought when I heard the brief moment and, and, and not hearing any bullets firing, I'm like, thankful it's finally over. And then when they, they kept shooting, I, I really thought I was going to die. And I, I just would like for the viewers to know that when you see that picture of my truck and that blood stain on the ground, that's all from what hit me in my hip. And I still have a bullet in my pelvis there. Like that, all that blood was from one, just one spot. Mm-hmm. And just imagine losing all of that blood. You, you really, your life flashes before your eyes. I really thought I was going to die.
0: I'm glad you're still here. It's a miracle, as you say. Are you are still here. You are an active. You're an active father. but yes. I have to pose a question to you, and it's not going to be easy, brother. The way this happened was that your wife called the police and said you were going to harm officers. You would not surrender. Uh, Indisputable received another document where she said, I made all of that up and I'm sorry, okay? Do you think her race has something to do
1: with the way they responded to you? I strongly do, Dr. Rashad you think about it. We've seen it before and I hate to bring up history, but I think it's very relevant. But Emmett Till, he lost his life because a white woman lied. He doesn't get to come back. I shouldn't be here, it's a miracle I'm here. My ex lied and I, I would like for people to realize why would anybody in their right mind return to somebody who tried to have them assassinated? All I've ever wanted to do is be there for my children. I love my boys. You know, that's my pride and joy, is my sons. Um, I'm blessed that having one son was a dream come true, and having two is just absolute. Just it's like a dream come true every day. But to not even be able to see my children, it's been two years since this. I just justice to me, truthfully, Doctor Shadridge, is just being able to see my children. You know, everything that happened to me was absolutely unacceptable. But in all of it, I just want to be able to get back to my children and teach them about animals and just loving nature. That's all I really want to do, Dr. Rashad Ritchie.
0: Did your um, ex receive any criminal penalty once she admitted she made it up and lied to the police and it almost got you killed?
1: No, she has not faced any retaliation. And actually, um, Dr. Rashad Ritchie, she was residing with my mother for the year. While I was incarcerated, so wow, I haven't gotten to see my children. On my youngest son's first birthday, while well, I was crying from a jail cell, just wishing I could be there and tell him happy birthday. My ex and my mom were smiling, taking pictures, having fun at Disney World. You know, so I, I just want to be able to see my children. I'm still not allowed to see them. I'm still facing obviously charges, even though. I'm confident in a court of law that we'll be able to prove without a doubt, you know, favorable reasoning uh in my case. But I just want to be allowed to see my children. You know, I'm glad that I'm allowed to still be able to live. But Dr. Shot Richie, I just think it's important for people to know if I didn't survive, nobody would have ever heard my story.
0: You know, you make a compelling point, and you're absolutely correct. If you would have died, the complete narrative would have lacked perspective and context from you. The complete narrative would have been absent of your actual truth. What injuries did you sustain?
1: Um, well, I'll, I'll walk with a limp for the rest of my life. So I have a bullet lodged deep inside my pelvis. They cannot remove it because they said if they were to try to remove it, I would probably lose so much blood that I would bleed out. Mm. Um, I have a bullish, like fragments in my shoulder right here. So when it entered my back, luck it was very close to my spine. And luckily it didn't hit it, but it's still lost there. Um, I'm in pain all the time, even sitting up right now, it hurts. Um, it's, I, but I look at it is, I would rather have these injuries and be alive so I can still be able to yeah. teach people about animals and, and show my sons that I love them. Because I'm still more useful now than I would be if I was in a grave, so. Yeah, I'm- Attorney Lacey, let me ask you. Why do
0: you think there was no prosecution where she clearly articulated in writing, she made it all up? Why was there no prosecution or investigation to prosecute?
2: Um, look, this is the type of thing, uh, Dr. Richie, and thanks for the question, that happens a lot, right? Uh, especially when it comes to black folk, right? Uh, who are encountered by police, especially when police act violently towards them, somehow or another, those people end up with charges against them, despite whatever the evidence may be. And I really see this as kind of a, a cover your butt charge uh, mm-hmm. to demonize uh, Mr. Strickland and to make uh, people uh, you know, feel less, um, I guess, moved by his story uh, so that they won't uh, support him and that he'll feel alone. But we're here with them. Mr. Strickland,
0: we, we're out of time, but I would like you to tell viewers, what would you like them to know about you, this ordeal, what you're trying to get accomplished now?
1: Um, well, first off, thank you, Dr. Rashad Richie. Um, I watch your show all the time. It's an honor well, you. to be on here. But um, I just want people to know that, you know, I love animals and and my goal has always just been to show people that, you know, this planet is beautiful and worth protecting. You know, there's so many cool animals and plants. I can't wait to teach my sons about it. And I honestly always wanted to be, I've said it before, but I've always wanted to be a black crocodile hunter. But instead of crocodiles, I love snakes and um, I just want to be able to hopefully be a light of positivity in this world and and just continue to be positive. So thank you, Dr. Richie.
0: Mr. Strickland, you don't need to hope, dear brother. You are a light in this world. And the fact that you have this desire to continue being a good father,
1: Yes, sir. All right. Thank man. you, Dr. Richie. Thank you. I appreciate you both. Thank you, Attorney Lates, for all you do, man.